Welcome back to another episode of the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros in the service industry. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on this IBG episode, man, I am I am uh, really overwhelmed and full of gratitude and a little exhausted uh, coming up, coming from um, the LCR Summit this past weekend. Wanted to get on here and record some things while it's fresh on my mind. Also, you know, full transparency, I've been a little busy and uh, I, I, I haven't, uh, I've d- depleted most, if not all of my uh, backlog of episodes. I intended on, on recording some new fresh episodes at the LCR Summit at the Creators Clubhouse in the Epic Studios, but I was just so busy networking and obviously being the host and making sure everything was going smoothly and working with the uh, Creator Clubhouse uh, personnel and and just making sure everything was running smooth. There was a lot of components. We we they did a great job. We did a great job. All the presenters did a great job. All the attendees all said how amazing of an experience it was. There's going to be tons of content coming out uh, coming soon. Not not just with podcast episodes. Unfortunately, not from me. Um, from from there, but a lot of other podcasters were there, like Paul Jameson, of course, with the Green Street Podcast. Um, Cornell Mack was there with On Attack with Mack, uh, his his podcast, new podcast. He was recording a bunch of episodes. Jeremiah Jennings with Growing Green, um, a podcast. So there there was several different podcasters out there. With, whether that, that was there, whether they were podcasting at the Creators Clubhouse or the traditional hotel lobby scenario. I know there was a lot of good activity going on there. Um, plus, all of the social media is is what I was also referring to. Um, you know, all the different testimonials that people uh, left and posted and all the pictures and stories and posts. Everyone is just kind of going through all of their camera rolls and everything on their phone now. And um, I got uh, recorded. I had the Creators Clubhouse record a whole bunch of content for us as well. So that's going to be getting edited and going through that. Um, and so you'll be seeing a bunch of that on my profiles as well as some some other folks like Paul James and the Green Street Podcast. So just to kind of give you guys a little snippet of what what went on there and and hopefully to encourage you to attend the next one, which might be coming sooner than you think. So stay tuned for um, exciting news for that. And I'll, I'll dig into more about the LCR Summit and and a lot of more, more of my takeaways and feedback in uh, future episodes. But I just wanted to preface all this by saying I intended on having uh, trying to, you know, maybe interview um, Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire. You know, it's been a while since he's been on my podcast. You know, some of the other um, hosts are some of the other presenters. I wanted to try and get David Shans, who's the owner of the Creator Clubhouse. And he's also the uh, host of the Social Proof podcast and YouTube channel. Very popular um, in, in the uh, podcasting and YouTube world. Knows a lot of the big YouTubers and podcasters. Attends all the big conferences for podcasting and YouTube and so on. Great guy, great speaker, great host, great content creator. Um, and he's becoming a, a, a peer and mentor of mine as well. So I was hoping to get him on, on the podcast too, but he was super busy as well, trying to help me and then doing his own thing in, in his in his studio in the back. So um, so anyway, I say all that to say that I'm going to have a, a couple more IBG episodes coming up, you know, like this one and then, you know, another one most likely to recap the LCR summit in a little more detail. And then I'll be stacking up some more interviews. Uh, I'll be heading to Synced Live in a couple of weeks. I might be heading to um, PodFest uh, coming up in the near future as well, which is down in Orlando, Florida. So 
I may get some content there. At the very least, I'll be having recap, you know, a recap episode, um, talking about it with either myself and Paul or just myself or whatever, if Paul goes to things like that. So, but at Synced Live uh, in early February or mid-February, actually, uh, Valentine's Day week, um, we're going to have Pod Rogan at Sync Live. So that's where we'll get a ton of content because that is the sole objective and which is why one of the many reasons why I created Pod Row so that we can be a destination at these different trade shows and, and events. And the one of the sole goals for us is to podcast, right? Obviously, we're still networking and we're hanging out with whoever attends these conferences, but we're getting them on the podcast, getting you on the podcast, getting the different speakers and some of the different brands that are there and so on on the podcast and just getting great content like we always try to do to provide to you guys uh, to help, especially this time of year, right? To help get get you thinking, get your wheels turning a little bit, maybe you know, pivot a little bit if you, if you realize maybe you want to you know tweak some things to, to get ready for the new season at the very least get maybe get remotivated you know this is kind of a a tough time of year you know it's not as busy typically with work or even if you're doing snow that can really be draining as well and and you kind of mentally get drained and and what happens is the negative stuff starts to creep in you know the the self doubt and the negative mindsets and you you start to get in a little more of a you know, a, um, a low point mentally and you're not, you know, as motivated and as um, passionate and, and uh, positive and just, just getting after it like you normally are when the season's rolling and the sun's shining and it's warmer and you're having a good time and you're getting some more sleep, hopefully, and things like that. So that's why we try to have a lot of these events this time of year to help kind of keep people's you know, blood flowing, right? And keep the energy going and also uh, getting, getting, um, new information and potentially learning um, new things to help your business grow and, and maybe even you personally grow um, during this time of year and keep you motivated so that you can uh, head into the new year and the new season ready to go and not kind of feeling a little slummed and bummed and and then just you know get hit by the spring rush and you have to wake up real quick like a, a cold bath a cold ice bath or something you're like whoa let's go so Hopefully these kind of things will it will ease the transition, the content, the different events and so on. So that's that's always been my goal this time of year, because from being solo the first many uh, several years in my lawn care business, it was definitely uh, this was definitely a tough, tough time of year. You know, it, it was it was welcomed to a certain extent. Right. Because, you know, you're running running hard, like eight, nine, 10, 11 months out of the year, depending on where you are in the country and how many types of services you offer and the weather and all that. You know, but there's always a couple of months usually in the winter where it slows down, you know, whether there's snow or not, or if you do snow or not, there's usually it's it's slower because you're not doing any landscaping. You're not nothing's growing for for anyone, you know, in, in our in our country anyway, other parts of the world, like in Australia and all that. It's the opposite season. So they're in their summer now. So they're hitting the ground running and all that. But so other than that, the rest of us here in the States we, it, you know, there's nothing growing. So it, it is slow for sure. In that respect, even down in Florida, you know, things are growing slowly. So they're mowing like every other week or once a month or whatever. So it's, it's, again, it's still slower than usual. So, and, and for me personally, that could really like, like while I welcomed that little bit of downtime, it could also quickly get away from me. And I just kind of end up feeling like I'm wasting my days, not doing a whole lot. You know I mean? It's, it's good if you're like, 
structuring things and you're going, you know, you're still getting outside, getting fresh air, going for walks, walking your dog if you have one, you know, going for a walk with your spouse or significant other, kids, all that stuff, doing different activities. Maybe it doesn't have to do with walking, going to the gym. Like I always ramp up my gym, um, over, you know, my gym appearances over the winter, things like that. Um, you know, I might watch some TV and movies with my family, you know, occasionally, like, uh, instead of waiting to the weekends, you know, we can, I can kind of do it during the week here and there. And cause I don't have to wake up at the crack of dawn the next day to get after it, you know, out, out on the lawns and things like that. If I don't have uh, anything particularly booked, uh, that day and so on. So it just gives me a little more time to rest and regroup and kind of reconnect with some of the things that I kind of lost some connections with, like some of my hobbies and like I said, spending time with family and, and all that. So while I do welcome that, if I don't stay on top of that and have, have a, a structured schedule to some extent while still leaving some room for relaxation and spontaneity, if I do too much relaxation and spontaneity, my point is that uh, uh, it definitely creeps in a little bit of the sad, mopey, you know, uh, just not feeling the best, you know, not, not as motivated. So I definitely know how that feels. You know, people call it like winter depression, the winter blues, things like that. So I've made a lot of content over the years on YouTube at Long Care Rookie and now on the podcast over the last couple of years, this is going in the third year, third season of the podcast, just to try and keep us going through this time of year, which is another reason why I have a lot of IBG episodes because it's where, you know, in between guests, I can focus on like my own personal thoughts and and just really reflect on things and ideas. I still try to do that with guests, but usually it's more about them and, uh, you know, what they have going on or specific topics that I'm talking about or talking about certain seasons and things like that uh, versus just talking about, you know, a lot of things that I talk about on these IBG episodes, uh, which end up turning into a lot of, you know, rabbit holes and, and, and rabble, uh, ramble, ramble battles and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I've been really trying to get better at that and and be more focused, have more notes and be more prepared so that I'm, I'm more uh, respectful of your time and my time so that I can get more done, more content out and so on. So with all that being said, where was I going with all this? Well, um, I was trying to give you some pre- a preview of some things to come, right? So I, I was saying that we're going to have pod row at sync live. That's kind of the next big thing coming up. Uh, where it's all about content and learning and sharing and all that. So of course, check out syncedlive.com, S-Y-N-K-D, live.com, L-I-V-E.com. So if you're curious, that's in Atlanta. We had, we went last year, Paul, myself, and Jeremiah Jennings, and we had our first ever pod row there. It was humble beginnings, like just about everything that we do in business and the community and all that stuff. And it's it's grown quickly, you know, we went to the huge convention in August, um, in, uh, Nashville, Tennessee, a bunch of you, you, uh, f- folks out there joined us and had a good time. There was a lot of good stuff to learn and see, and you jumped on some podcasts and pod row. It looked better. It's it, it, uh, we had, you know, it looked better. It sounded better. Um, we had a better experience, all these things because we were growing and learning and now we're coming back full circle to where it all started back at sync live. Um, like I said, this February, I think uh, 14th, 15th, 16th, something like that. Um, just check it out again, like, like I said, on SyncLive.com. And you can stop by. It's in Atlanta, and it's it's a really great, um, a really great young, growing trade show. But she doesn't want, they don't want it to, to grow too big because that's kind of their niche is to keep it small, intimate, kind of like the LCR Summit. And that's what everyone really liked about it because 
It was really interactive and it was really, like I said, like everything I told people (laughs) that it was going to be, and some folks were a little unsure. They're like, well, I know, but I don't know. Is it going to be like everything else? I'm not really sure. So I really appreciate everyone that did take the chance on me to help invest in your, to help invest in themselves. Um, because it a hundred percent, what I said is what happened, you know, like they all were blown away. Like literally everyone had nothing but positive things to say. I mean, you've probably might've already seen it all over uh, Instagram and Facebook, but it was just a really great interactive experience with all the presenters, you know, more than just like a 30, 45 minute, you know, rapid fire, not, um, information, you know, in your face, it was two to three hour workshops, you know, you can ask questions, there's handouts and all kinds of slides and breaking things down. I mean, it it was, it was, it was, it was, the the response was better than expected for me. I I knew we were going to crush it with the value. I knew that I picked the best of the best in our community, um, within our industry to give these presentations. So I knew whoever attended was going to get, was going to have, you know, tremendous value, but I I wasn't sure what the response was going to be from that. And it was nothing but raving reviews. So I, I'm, I'm really happy about that. And, um, part of the, the, the success of that is because it was small, you know, now of course it's going to grow like everything. And that's, and that's, that's what I want. Like, I definitely did want more people. I do want more people to be able to experience this, you know, and I don't want it to, to keep it too small for, for, for many reasons. Um, but at the same time, I don't want it to get too big either. You know, I don't want it to be like 600 people like at the morning show and the rally and all that, because that's a different vibe. You know, uh, we, we it's a lot harder to have a workshop, more intimate, engaging session, even for two to three hours at a time with 600 people. It's it's just it's just a, a logistically a different vibe. So I, if that ever came to that point, I mean, of course, I'm the one that, you know, comes up with. Uh, the, you know, the, the, the ticket amounts, you know, like if, if I only want a hundred people, then th- that's it. Like, Hey, a hundred people. And then once we get a hundred people, that's it. Sorry. You know, we, you know, get on the pre-sales for next year or something, you know, early word for next year, things like that. But, um, you know, so of course it's up to me, but if I did ever decide to go, you know, two, three, four, whatever, you know, if I, if, it, if I ever ended up getting, uh, cause I just, there was so much demand for it and I just allowed it to get bigger, you know, to the point where it it, it is kind of not the same small feel vibe, I would probably just adjust some things, you know, like, like break it up into different, different workshops at the same time to kind of spread people out in different rooms. Like, okay, this workshop's going on over here. This workshop's going on over here. So we've got, you know, a a group of people here, a group of people there. This way it's not one big, you know, room setting with hundreds and hundreds of people sitting there. So there's, so it breaks them everyone up into smaller groups so you can kind of re, re, um, reconnect or, or, uh, recreate, sorry, recreate that kind of small workshop vibe. So, um, so that, you know, that's, those are just some, some food for thoughts there. And, uh, but anyway, back, back to synced live, that's the similar vibe. It's, you know, it's obviously bigger than, than the LCR summit was, and then it probably ever will be in, in my, in my vision anyway, in my head, cause it's a trade show versus, um, you know, a workshop, uh, creator learning event that, um, that the LCR summit is, but, for, for trade shows, Sync Live is trying to make it small, trying to keep it smaller. Of course, like I said, you know, I want to grow, they want to grow too, but they don't want to grow too big because then they'll take away from the unique vibe that they have of really trying to educate and network and bring the landscape design, landscape build and landscape maintenance divisions all together to be synced. <laughs> Hence the word synced. They have the magazine synced and then 
uh, synced live as well. Um, so that's that's kind of the the all of that. So there's going to be a lot of content obviously coming out from from that. And then there's Jason Creel's event, the Lawn Care Life event, um, towards the end of February in Alabama. A bunch of us will be there. I'll be he invited me to be a speaker. Uh, a ways back. So I'll be speaking on route density there. So you can check that out. Longcarelife.com. Uh, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't made it to any of the other events and, and, and you, and you want to go to an event or you have gone to all the other events and you want to go to yet another great event, you could definitely go check that out. Like I said, longcarelife.com. Um, and you can get all the details there and potentially register. I'm sure there's still a few spots available. That's at the end of February in Alabama and I'll, I'll be there. A bunch of us will be there and I'm going to try and squeeze in some content there too, because I'm not the host. So I'll have a little more freedom, you know, other than when I'm up on stage speaking all the rest of the time, you know, maybe like at night or, you know, the traditional stuff like hotel lobby type scenario where we can uh, try and get some, some uh, content, interview some folks that, that come and attend. So there might be some more content coming out there. So say all that to say that, you know, I'm not going to just keep banging out IBG episode after IBG episode, you know, um, for the next several weeks, I'm going to, you know, I have some more thoughts and recaps, of course. So I'll I'll be putting those out in between, but there's definitely going to be a lot more guests and some good topics are going to be coming up and some great events coming up to kind of finish off the, finish out the winter off season and get us ramped up and ready for the spring rush and, you know, the full long, long landscape season again. So I'm excited about what's to come and I'm sure you guys are too. So stay tuned for all that everywhere. But in, in just, just to kind of wrap up this episode, I, I really just wanted to talk about, um, as you, as you probably saw in the title and you're like, man, when is he ever going to get to this point? Okay. We, it's only been 17 minutes, a lot better than, than some of my previous uh, rambles and all that kind of jazz. But, uh, I just wanted to recap and I have so much on my mind, but I, I want to stay focused. Like I said, I'll have a separate episode getting more into details about the LCR summit and the future of the LCR summit, all that good stuff. But I wanted to round out this episode and finish it up by just talking about kind of a, you know, like a theory or philosophy that, that I have uh, the the way that I kind of interpret things in life or at least my life, you know, I, I, you know, it's for me, it's easy to kind of talk about video games and movies because I'm still a kid at heart. Yes, I'm 45. I'm an adult, but I'm, you know, I'm a boy still at heart. Like I've got a son and, you know, I, he, he's like, he's like me, you know, like we're, we're two peas in a pod when it comes to certain things. You know, we, we enjoy a lot of the same things and he brings out the boyish qualities in myself. And I try to bring out the man adult qualities out of him to help him grow and mature as well. So we, we, we balance each other out, you know, well, I mean, my wife may not agree, uh, sometimes, but, um, you know, we, we have a good time. That's, that's, that's what all, all that really matters. But, uh, so I use a lot of different analogies in, in life personally with my kids and, and family with, you know, movies and games and all that. Cause that kind of resonates with them. So I don't really do that too much here, but I do want to kind of use that analogy a little bit just to kind of get my point across uh, to wrap this episode up. And that's when you play, I'm sure everyone listening has played or seen or knows the general concept of any basic video game. And it's where, you know, you, you play different levels and uh, eventually you kind of get to like, uh, you know, you, your goal is to clear each level and the levels get progressively harder and traditionally, there's some sort of boss, right? Like a boss match or a boss level or something before you can level up to the next board or something like, let's just say like, like Super Mario Bros for, you know, for, for a real basic example that most people probably have at least heard of, if not played, 
at some point in their life or watch someone play it or seen, seen it on TV being played or whatever. So, uh, or even maybe watched a movie, who knows uh, about it. But, you know, Super Mario Bros. Is, is definitely what I'm talking about because there's different worlds and every world gets more difficult and there's, you know, several levels on each world. And at the end of each world, there's a boss for you to be able to level up and advance to the next world. So keeping that analogy all together or, or in, 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 in on the spirit of using that analogy, I should say, that's how I kind of look at life and specifically my life and specifically right now, this point in my life, because it has definitely been challenging for me the past uh, few years, as well as a lot of us um, have had a lot of challenges from what I've heard and seen and, and had conversations about locally here, as well as through social media and different events. And, you know, a lot of it's like, you know, COVID, you know, and that kind of made things real wacky on all types of levels, you know, inflation and, scarcity of materials and equipment and and then all of a sudden employee issues got even worse than they ever had been before covid and you know so many different challenges that we could not control were out of our hands unexpected as frustrating as it was regardless of your opinions on all that stuff it was something that we all had to deal with toro's brand new battery powered revolution series products are changing the lawn care industry with all day runtime from the innovative hypercell battery system you can expect to power through your entire day every day head to revolution.toro.com to see how toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast Do you want to save time and energy while increasing profits? Make your truck do the work with TruckMate. TruckMate attaches to any standard pickup truck hitch with no modifications. Remove the tailgate and turn your truck into a material dispensing monster. With the push of a button, you can pull material like mulch, stone, and topsoil from the truck bed and convey it in either direction directly into a wheelbarrow in seconds. Now you can have one man take one truck to knock out some of the small jobs in no time. The conveyor can also be removed from the tarp roller, allowing you to unload any material right onto the ground. This could be handy for dumping debris or firewood deliveries. TruckMate can pull more weight than even your truck can hold. Plus, you can still attach a plate-mounted hitch to pull a trailer if needed. Think of all the year-round uses for this truck attachment to make your business more productive and save your back in the process. This is perfect for small residential lawn and landscape businesses. Head over to mulchmateusa.com and save $400 on TruckMate with the promo code LCR. And of course, the link will be in the show notes. LCR not only uses the TruckMate, but he gives it his highest endorsement. And everyone was able to respond in different ways. I know a lot of local guys that just shut their business down or downsized or both try to downsize and then shut down because it was just too much for them. They didn't want to deal with it. It kind of became a little bit of a survival of the fittest um, for a little while there, you know, probably some areas of the country more so than others. And it really depended on a lot of variables, right? You know, how, how passionate were you to be in this business? How long have you been in the business? How did, how, um, stable, you know, financially stable and, and, uh, your, your business was, you know, like did, did you, you, were you on, um, you know, razor thin margins and, you know, or, or behind and, you know, in debt and all these kind of things. And then it, it didn't take too much, but a few bad things to happen to really just make you just fold up, you know, call, call it quits or go bankrupt or whatever, like, you know, and, and 
which is a whole another story for a whole another day. Like, you know, like how many folks are, are, you know, one bad decision or one, you know, uncontrollable event, you know, nature, pandemic, you know, economic, whatever from just crippling from your business being crippled or going under or one employee or crew leader leaving or, you know, one truck breaking down or, you know, whatever from, from going out of business. Like that's a whole another story for a whole another day that I'll probably, I've been wanting to bring up with a couple of different people that maybe I can have on as guests and we can hash that out too. But, um, you know, but needless to say, it's been a struggle for the past few years on, on a lot of different levels and everyone had different versions of that. Like, like I said, and for me, you know, all the things that I said, definitely impacted me. Uh, you know, I was not razor thin margins or anything like that, but it, it was definitely a struggle for me just with the whole employee situation. Um, I had tons of work. I I'd had plenty of equipment. So fortunately I didn't have to buy any new equipment or, or, you know, replace any equipment. I had all good working equipment that I, that I take care of. I had, you know, uh, I was a little proactive in certain, certain times. Like when I knew there was some stuff in stock, I stocked up on some things before they did run out and, you know, everything from like, you know, gas and oil mix, you know, two cycle mix or whatever to uh four cycle, whatever, like all, all the different, like little miscellaneous maintenance things, you know, um, stick edger blades, trimmer string, like all these things that we take for granted as a commodity. And they're like always in stock. They, they weren't. So like whenever there was a surplus or like a, a shipment came in, I would just buy up a whole bunch so that I could, you know, I, I didn't want to buy them all. Obviously I'm not saying I hoarded them, but I, I bought like more than I needed just to, to get me through, make sure I can get through the season, you know, in case there, I, I didn't want to wait till I needed it and then they not have it. So I try to get a little bit more and be proactive and things like that. And, and a lot of people did that as well. And then they would sell out very quickly and all that. So there was different things like that, that I was able to not be caught off guard and be pushed behind because of those things. So for me, really, it was just a whole employee thing, you know, that, that I had to deal with, which a lot of people did as well. So that, that has been a struggle for everyone even before COVID, but COVID made it even, even worse for pretty much everybody and, and made us really have to think outside the box and be, uh, and, and challenge ourselves as much as possible to, to make it work. And a lot of folks did. And, you know, I, I, I got to this, you know, I, I didn't, close my business down, you know, I'm still going, you know, I, I got to this point still figuring it out, you know, but it has been a struggle for sure. It has been a struggle with that, my lawn care business. And I'm really passionate about creating content like this podcasting, YouTube, you know, Instagram and really, uh, events. That's really where I want to take things to the next level for me personally and for the community. Hence the LCR summit that we just had this past weekend. So I just really want to drive that, focus on that, move forward with that, push harder with that, um, you know, and still have my lawn care business at the same time, which is really challenging because, you know, I don't have the right staff in place consistently to be able to, you know, uh, for a longer duration, be able to kind of step away a little bit enough so that I can really focus on LCR media and, you know, all the networking uh, events and content creation like I really want to do. So it's just always just always been, been a challenge and a struggle. And, you know, right now is no different. And last year was probably one of the toughest for all of that. And then there's a lot of personal things going on in my life that was challenging. And, you know, my, my, my daughter graduated from college, which is exciting, but you know, that's a lot of, a lot of thing, you know, we, we had a college graduation to go to, then my son graduated high school, like the week before or after whatever it was. So, you know, that, that was, you know, exhausting to be 
you know, attending two different, you know, planning and attending two different graduations, two different graduation parties, you know, helping them transition their life, you know, like our daughter's moving back in, um, until she gets her footing, you know, she got a, got a, a job. Um, she was an intern as a zookeeper and then they offered her the full-time job at the local zoo. Um, cause she, she, that's, that's basically her field of work. She graduated, um, with a, a wildlife conservation degree so she can do all types of stuff, you know, whether it be zookeeping, working at national parks, any, anything that has to do with nature and animals and all that. She's got a great degree in education for that. She can go do all kinds of things, which, but she wants to focus obviously on nature, you know, working, working in nature and with animals and all that. So right now the whole zookeeper thing is really cool. She's enjoying it. She's living at home, saving up money. She wants to build up her resume before she, you know, she doesn't want to stay home and stay in, in Virginia forever. Of course, she wants to travel the world and live her best life. And, and I love that as much as I'll be sad to see her go. And I'm enjoying her being home again consistently after being in college for four years and just coming home back and forth for different breaks. It's really refreshing. But then now our son is gone. So we had to prepare for that. And, you know, all, he's he's really big in music, got, you know, um, scholarships and he's uh, a, a major in music. And um, that's his degree and all that um, at at a, a really good music college locally. So uh, I say all that to say that, 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 that's, that's a lot more, you know, there's nothing bad about that, but that's a lot more personal things or challenges as far as like time and planning and traveling and going here and going there, do, you know, going back and forth to the college for all these different things and orientations and moving in. And so just, just a, a lot of things. And I, you know, honestly, to me, I interpret all of this, all of the challenges and maybe even things that I didn't even mention are like, you know, me trying to clear the final board before I level up, because I really think like leading up to the LCR summit, that was probably one of the most challenging and risk taking times of all of my LCR media, you know, uh, social media content creation days, you know, that I've been doing this for the last 10 years but really, you know, actively with LCR media since 2016. So that's for yeah about eight years now that I've been, um, you know, really focusing on creating events and content and all that and, you know, monetizing things and partnering with brands and trying to actually make a little bit of a business out of it so that it can be sustainable and I can keep doing bigger and better things to connect everybody in the community. And just that's what I'm really passionate about. So, but most of them haven't been nearly as risky as the LCR summit. And, and, you know, I, I said that in one of my opening remarks, um, at the summit and, you know, later on that night, some, somebody asked me what, what, you know, what did I mean by that? They weren't really sure. Cause you know, I think uh, everyone, no one really knows obviously the behind the scenes and you probably just, you know, take it for granted that everything is just everything. It's like, whatever, it's like everything to, to you, to, to the people attending, you would never know. I try to do my best and everyone else to put our best foot forward and not let anything, you know, um, be impact that. Like you would never know how stressful certain things might be at times or what snafus or hiccups might've happened that I had to scramble, you know, at different, different events, you know, to, to get, um, taken care of behind the scenes because my goal is to not take that out, you know, not, not let that be visible. You know what I mean? Like I want everyone attending to have a great time and not even know what, what kind of, catastrophe or speed bumps happened along the way leading up to that. Um, but with all that being said, what made the LCR summit so risky for me anyway, is that it's a brand new first of its kind type of 
um, event. You know, it's, it's like taking your traditional conference that we rinse and repeat where we, you know, we go and we sit in, in a, a big conference room or auditorium or whatever for like the entire day, of course, with a b- bunch of breaks and lunch and all that. But people just go up on stage, rapid fire, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, maybe only 30 minutes at a time, just banging through content, sponsors coming up and saying their little spiel. Everyone's trying to sell you stuff. And it's like the same traditional thing. And I always wanted something better than that, something more creative than that, something that I figured everyone could benefit from because I I know I that I would benefit from it. And I definitely would get feedback from time to time from people attending all the different things like even just a quip, you know, like they, they, they've have, they've definitely had some challenges with, with offering, um, paid education. You know, they've got a lot of classes that you can pay extra to take while you're down there, you know, above and beyond just, you know, um, learning about all the equipment and demoing things and all the networking opportunities. You can actually take classes and learn about different things about your business. And, and, and you know, that there's, they've had challenges making sure that the quality's there and, um, you know, whatever, you know, like all the aspects of that and just making sure that the people that go really get a, a great, um, amount of value and a great experience out of it. So I, I was always, so that's just one of many things that encouraged me to figure out that answer, you know, on my own for, for the community. So the LCR summit is kind of like a hybrid of different things where I kind of, made uh, an event that I really wanted and and felt strongly would answer a lot of people's questions and satisfy a lot of needs and um, fill a void basically that has been in our industry and our community for forever. You know, like there hasn't been anything like this, uh, like the LCR summit. Um, in, in our, in our industry or community. I mean, maybe there, maybe there, there has been like smaller pockets here and there, like in our industry, you know, like I know service autopilot, um, the CRM that I've been using since 2018, I believe, or 29, whatever, whatever it's been, uh, it's been many, many years. That's for sure. Um, you know, four or five, six years, something like that. I know they had their, they had, and still have their own conference and they've got different mastermind groups. They had the service autopilot. Well, they still do have the service autopilot Academy and, and, uh, you know, which is kind of like a mastermind group, a coaching group, mentoring group. So, so there's little different versions of that, but I wanted to kind of combine a lot of those things together and have, you know, the, the conference feel with, um, you know, the mastermind workshop, you know, more engaging learning, um, classroom uh, uh, vibe as well. So anyway, with all that being said, it would, when you do something brand new and no one really knows what to expect, you know, it's, it's risky that, 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 that's the point because you you don't know how many people are going to, you know, you hope that you can, conv- you know, convince enough people to come so that it makes worth, it makes the event worth putting on and all that, um, financially and so on. Um, and then you also help to, you also hope that the people that attend, you know, see it, you know, see, see the, the, the vision, you know, that, that you have that I, that I had, and get the value, you know, the value and benefit out of it, which, which they did, you know, uh, people came, they had a fantastic time and, and, and it was, it was amazing. It, it was, I couldn't have asked for anything better, but I, I didn't know that. Like I, I had to go on faith, you know, I really had to be st- strong with faith, you know, do everything that I could to promote this event, get the best people for this event and execute the event, you know, like a hundred percent. And, but it was all faith until it actually happened. And, and people said all these great things, you know, 
it was faith up to that point. So it was very, it was the riskiest thing for me because of that, because it was new. I didn't know how good it was going to be. If people were going to show up or, you know, how many people were going to show up and if they were actually going to get the value that I knew that, that we were going to provide, if it was going to interpret the same. And it was a standalone event, meaning it was, is a destination event. Like it wasn't, it's not attached to anything else. Like a, you know, like uh, this past weekend, it wasn't attached. It was in Atlanta. It wasn't attached to any any other big conferences or any other events or anything like that. It was just all by itself out in Atlanta, which is a really great place to to travel to, right? It, you know, like every everyone flies. The Atlanta airport's like one of the biggest airports in the country or in the world. I think it is the biggest one or busiest one in the country. So logistically, it's really easy to fly in and out of Atlanta to drive to and from Atlanta, all that kind of stuff. So I thought like that would be really good. And, you know, Atlanta is a really cool place. Unfortunately, it was a cold place this weekend. We had this huge cold front just ripping through this whole part of the country. And, um, you know, some people got snow. Fortunately, Atlanta didn't get snow because there's no precipitation. But man, it was like in the 20s and the teens. It was just kind of crazy. Everybody was just really, (laughs) really um, like flabbergasted except for the people that came from up north you know like john pajak from uh you know uh indiana area and you know he, he was wearing uh short sleeve shirts the whole time because he was like man it's like negative four degrees when i left you know my house so like 14 degrees 20 degrees this is like this is like spring for me you know <laughs> so we're just you know so that it's different for everybody right but uh at any rate regardless of the weather you know typically it's nicer warmer down in in atlanta georgia but just in general the environment's really nice and all that so i i I figured i knew it it all it, it all would be good and make sense but it was still risky i still had to go on faith because when we do stuff at like equip for example it's a lot it's a lot more uh, less, it's a lot less risk. It's more of a guarantee that you're going to get more people to show up because they're already there. Right. And you know, if you, if you, if we all get together, we collaborate, we promote something, you know, good, like the morning show, the rally, different things like that, meetups at different, you know, places and different brand booths and so on, you know, people are already here. So as long as they catch it somewhere on, you know, on social media, then, then they can go, they can go check it, you know, stop by whatever it is. So it's a little less risky there. There's not a whole lot of financial obligations with that because you're already there and things like that. I mean, this is a separate venue and all, you know, food and all these things. So it was a little bit like the rally, you know, as far as like financial risk and things like that, because there's the venue has to be paid for and shirts and um, food and all different things like that. But, you know, so many brands have been involved with that for so many years and it is connected to equip. I mean, like it's, it's done the same week as equip. So again, people are already in town. So it's a lot easier to fill, fill up and get together and network and have a great time, which is more attractive to brands. So when you have a brand new standalone event, like the LCR summit, as great as it sounds and as great of a reputation I have given or LCR media has, you know, put out there in the, in the community, in the industry as, you know, putting on hosting great events, you know, attendees and brands were a little, or a little hesitant, a little reluctant. So that's where all the risk and everything came from. It was a huge success. Uh, so it was all worth it. And, you know, we're already making plans for the next one and stay tuned for, for more details on that coming soon and, and everything. But, uh, ultimately that was kind of like, to me, that was like part of, or maybe the boss, like the boss level, you know, of, of this, of, uh, the, the final 
final level of the of the world, the final board of the world, if we're going back to the Super Mario Bros. analogy, you know? So this whole past year, we've really been, I've really been trying to wrap up, you know, the, the, the last uh, board of, you know, and get to the boss level so that I could level up and move on to the next world, aka the next chapter of my life and my business and my story. So a lot of times I think we all have those experiences in life because if we're staying in the same place in life and business, then we're never going to level up. We're never going to progress. We're never going to advance. And of course it's going to get harder. And a lot of times that's why we don't do that because we don't want to deal with the the stress and the, and the anxiety and, and, and the, the hardships of it all. But it's just like, if you want to get healthier physically and stronger physically, you want to improve the way your body looks, maybe potentially physically, then you have to go to the gym and work out. You have to eat properly. That takes discipline to eat the right, right food, the right times to be internally healthy, to help you be look and feel externally healthy. You got to go to the gym and work out, lift weights, get stronger. All that stuff breaks you down, makes you tired, makes you sore. Then you grow and get stronger and your body starts to look better and feel better. It's the same thing with anything else in life, your mind, your business, your personal life. It can be painful when you're trying to grow, but if you don't grow, then you, you can't advance, you know, and, and to me, if you're not growing, you're dying. Everything in nature grows until it dies. Every living thing grows until it dies. That's just life. That's, that's kind of like the circle of life, right? Um, so if you're not finding some way to grow somehow, some way, it doesn't mean you have to be constantly overwhelming yourself with challenges all the time, but Basically, you know, if you're doing some sort of growth, whatever that is, it's it's helping you continue to grow, continue to learn, continue to get stronger one way or the other, mentally, physically, business, um, personally, professionally, all that stuff, strengthening friendships, whatever it is, you know, trying to strengthen your relationship or get in a relationship, all, all those different things. There's so many ways that you can continue to grow year after year. And yes, it can be painful. And yes, it's a challenge. And that's the whole point of growth because it makes you stronger, makes you better. And, and that's, that, that's, if you can have that mentality, like I try to stay um, on that track through some of the tougher times and leading up to the LCR summit and all that and convince myself that, hey, I'm doing this for the right reasons. I have to have faith. I know it's going to be good. I know that everyone that attends is going to have a great time, even though it hasn't happened yet. I have faith and I'm doing everything you know possible to make that a reality um, and execute all that. And, and that's what I did. So um, as tough as it is and was, I, I, I think that, you know, I, I'm I'm ready to level up, you know, like I'm getting to the point where I'm leveling up. It's, it's been hard, you know, getting to the boss, you know, at the end of the level here. And I think soon we'll be leveling up and that that's just, that's what I have to focus on. That's how I have to have that mentality for. And, you know, maybe you can get a little bit of insight from that and think about any challenges or struggles that you're having in your life currently or previously, or if you're living the dream right now, you know, in the future upcoming, you know, we, it's all in cycles and waves. So maybe you've already leveled up. And, you know, the first board's always a little bit easier and you're like, oh, wow, look, I can do this now. Or look at this cool stuff on this board that we never experienced before. Wow. But you had to do all these things to get to that point. So, you know, but then eventually it'll start getting harder again as you advance, you know, in all the different levels. And and it's just it's just rinse and repeat. That's kind of how life is. That's why games are built that way. And 
um, because it, you know, it, it's just, it's basically the same concept of life. And so that's why it's, that's attractive to play games that way because then you feel a sense of accomplishment and all that. Um, so that's, uh, that, that's just kind of what I want to touch base on and focus on a little bit in this episode, in addition to all the recaps and everything that I did in the first half, the first 17, 18 minutes or whatnot. Um, so again, just, uh, just w- wanted to prepare you guys for what's to come and, um, more talking about the LCR summit. It, it was a great time. Um, trying to still take it all in and go through all the footage and all that. Thank you for everyone that, that did take the chance to attend the LCR summit. Um, and, 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 give me the opportunity to help you invest in yourself and your business. It was a great time. I met some new folks or met folks in person for the first time. And I look forward to seeing you at the next events as well as the upcoming LCR summit. So stay tuned for that. So I'm going to wrap this episode up there. Um, thank you for the Toro to the Toro company for sponsoring the LCR media podcast. And thank you guys as always for listening to this episode until the next time. This is the lawn care rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.